this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona, Tehillim, and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, episode 120. It's time for another Other Hebrew Text episode. The following is the recitation of the blessings before lighting candles for Shabbat and holidays. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about these blessings. I will recite the different lightings with a brief description of each to indicate what it is for. Listen to the afterword to learn more about when to include Shehechianu. I will include the standard Yehiratzon after all the blessings. On a Friday night before a regular Shabbos, if you are Ashkenaz, use your hands to shield your eyes from the flames and recite the following blessing while your eyes are covered. If you are Sephardi, you would recite the blessing first and then light. Baruch Ata Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kidishanu, Vimitzvotav, Vitzivanu, Lahadlik Ner Shel Shabbat. The following is the blessing whenever the holiday of Pesach, Sukkot, or Shavuot, aka the three festivals or Shalosh Ragalim, falls out on a Shabbat, as it will be this coming week. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Kidshanu Bemitzvotav Vitzivanu Lahadlik Ner Shel Shabbat Ve Shel Yom Tov This is the blessing for when the Shalosh Regalim are not on Shabbat. Baruch Ata Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kidshanu, B'mitzvotav, Vitzivanu, Lahadlik Ner, Shel Yom Tov. This is the blessing for when Rosh Hashanah, the new year, falls out on Shabbat. Baruch Ata Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kidshanu B'mitzvotav V'tzivanu L'hadlik Ner Shel Shabbat V'shel Yom Hazikaron This is the blessing when Rosh Hashanah does not fall on Shabbat. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Kidishanu B'mitzvotav V'tzivanu L'hadlik Ner Shel Yom Hazikaron This is the blessing for Yom Kippur. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Kidishanu B'mitzvotav V'tzivanu Lahadlik Ner Shel Yom Hakipurim. This is the blessing of Shehachianu, which I explain when to recite soon. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Shehachianu Vikiyamanu Vihigianu. Lazman Hazeh. 
This is the standard Yihiretzon prayer you can say after each candlelighting blessing, uh, after Shehachianu, if that is needing to be recited. Yihiretzon lefanecha Adonai Elohai Velohei Avotai Shetechonen Oti and then you can add if this applies to you Ve'et Ishi your husband, ve'et banai, your sons, ve'et benotai, your daughters, ve'et avi, your father, ve'et imi, your mother, ve'et kol krovai, v'titen lanu ulechol Yisrael, Chaim Tovim Va'aruchim Vitiz Kerenu Bezich Ron Tova Uv Racha Vitif Kedenu Bif Kudat Yeshua Virachamim Utevarchenu Berachot Gedolot Vitashlim Batenu Vitashken Shechi Natcha Beinenu Vizakeni Legadel Banim Uvnei Vanim Chachamim Unevonim Ohavei Adonai Your A Elohim Anshei Emet Zera Kodesh Badonai Devekim Umeirim Et Haolam Batora U Vimaasim Tovim Ubechol Melechet Avodat Habore Anna Shema et Tachinati Ba'et Hazot Bizchut Sarah Verifka Verachel Velea Imotenu Vehaer Nerenu Shalo Yichbe Leolam Vaed Vehaer Panacha Venivashea Amen. A word about when to recite Shehechianu with candle lighting, since I know this can get confusing. 
Shekhyanu is recited on the first day of a new Yom Tov, which includes Yom Tov Sheni Shel Galiot, a.k.a. when the first day is repeated outside of Israel, and then also said on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, even in Israel. So in practice, that means that even though the last day of Passover is Yom Tov and has candle lighting, it's not a new holiday and therefore Shehachianu is not recited. But on what we think of as the last days of Sukkot, namely Shmini Atzeret and Simchas Torah, those are called a Chag Bifne Atzmo, a holiday unto itself, and Shehachianu is recited for those. Since Shehachianu is said anytime it's the first day of a new holiday, it's recited on the first night of Hanukkah candle lighting as well. Candle lighting is first mentioned with our foremother, Sarah, where it is understood that each week the candles miraculously stayed lit from one Friday to the next. Then how Yitzchak was finally comforted by Sarah's death when his wife Rivka started to light Shabbat candles in the home, perhaps as the Midrash points out, because of the same blessings and feelings that came with the candle lighting. Lighting Shabbat candles is considered one of the seven rabbinic commandments, not explicitly written in the Torah. It is known as one of the three mitzvot special to women, along with challah and family purity. There are many reasons as to why we light Shabbat candles, and depending on what reason you hold, does affect the laws that you carry out in regards to it, but there has been a consensus to some degree. The most pragmatic of the reasons for candle lighting is simply to avoid stumbling. In the olden days, there was no such thing as electricity, and light was needed in order to ensure safety when staying up after dark to enjoy a Shabbat meal. Which brings us to another reason, Oneg Shabbat, the enjoyment of Shabbat itself, so that people could actually see what they were eating, and this would enhance their enjoyment of Shabbat. Combine those two together and you get the idea of creating shalom bayit, peace in the home, when everyone is safe and enjoying. Candles can help bring in that mentality and peace and blessing. Another reason is kavod Shabbat, honoring the Shabbat. Things you do to have in mind and prepare for Shabbat, to have you marking Shabbat as special and distinct and creating, creating an honorable ambiance like we would think of how a candlelit dinner is considered special. Then there is the concept, which happens to speak to me because it involves the names of my twins, of the light of inner faith, aura pinimit, that the light of the flames reminds us that we are meant to use this time to connect to the deeper spiritual part of ourselves and have it carry us through the week. Some commentators combine some or all of these and more together, and I would recommend actually listening to the OU Shir, the YU Shir from Rabbi Aaron Buchler on Hadakat Nirot, if you would like to know more about who says what and as well as the different possible combinations. I want to discuss one example of how we see the different reasons for candlelighting affecting different traditions. The Svardim and Ashkenazi traditions are slightly different when it comes to how the Shabbat candles are lit. Svardim believe that once you light, it is Shabbat, and you might see them dropping the match so that they are not igniting a flame on Shabbat since they say the blessing and then light. 
This makes sense in accordance to the concept that we typically hold uh, for other blessings over uh, over lasiatan, doing a mitzvah right after you say a bracha. So think like when you're eating a fruit, you say the blessing while holding the fruit and immediately take a bite after. Ashkenaz tradition, on the other hand, holds that the reason for lighting candles is for oneg Shabbos, the enjoyment of Shabbos itself. So when women will light first, then recite the blessing while famously covering the eyes, and then open their eyes to behold the enjoyment and atmosphere that has just been created. On the second day holidays, there's no issue of igniting, etc., because you are transferring the light that already exists, so the, the eyes don't need to be covered. And in fact, you could technically say the bracha first and then light, even if you are Ashkenazi for Yom Tov, unless it falls out on Shabbos or Yom Kippur, that's a side point. But some might just keep whatever habit they do for Shabbos lighting consistent for Yom Tov so as not to confuse. Also, when you hold that the candles must be enjoyed, etc., the ideal place to set them up is in the dining room in view of your Shabbat dinner table. The moments after lighting candles are considered an auspicious time for a woman to pray to and connect with Hashem for herself, her family, friends, and everyone else. As I indicated before, the Yehiratzon is a standard prayer that is said, but many women add their own as to whatever is speaking to them in the moment. The merit for lighting candles is known to be for Shalom Bayit, aka peace in the home, raising children who love Hashem and Torah, healthy childbirth, finding your bashert, etc. Some tips with candle lighting. In order to avoid kindling a flame on Shabbat itself, standard practice is to light 18 minutes before the sun sets, and you can ask your local community what those times are. Holiday candle lighting times slightly differ only that in that there is no 18 minutes, and the match needs to be struck, so to speak, before the holiday begins. But otherwise, candles can be lit even after sunset, for, from a flame that was already lit before the holiday started. So you might see a 72-hour candle on a three-day yant- holiday, yantif, so that you can light from that existing flame the second night. When a holiday follows Shabbat or another holiday, you would actually light after nightfall. Girls are encouraged to light as well, and different people have different custom as to when to start and how many candles to light and what kind of candles or oil to use. The accepted practice is that unless she specifies otherwise, once a woman finishes lighting her last candle within the allotted time frame before sunset, she automatically accepts Shabbat upon herself. Men can light as well, but the acceptance of Shabbos time is discussed further. Overall, candlelighting for Shabbos and the holidays sets the tone for the acceptance of that holy day. It helps us to take notice and recognize that there is a shift externally that will hopefully help us to create internal connective shifts as well. Typically, there is this pre-Shabbos rush, and with the setting up and gathering and initiating of candlelighting, 
The slowness and focus is the start of introspection that is meant to be felt within our body and soul in a way that is rejuvenating and lasting and aids us to seek more of that special atmosphere throughout our lives. May we be able to continue seeking and finding ways to create meaningful, connective, and beautiful atmospheres throughout our lives. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is a prayer for the safety and well-being of Am Yisrael, especially in light of the recent uptick in anti-Semitism and terror attacks. May the families find comfort and may their neshamot have an aliyah. Baruch Dayan Emet. there is an episode that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nurseNisa1 N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining